Welcome to the Backyard Buddhist Podcast, where we continually seek everyday enlightenment for the benefit of ourselves and all other beings. I'm Ron Powell McLean. Hi there, and happy September. I think I think it's a happy September. I'm feeling a little bit I'm feeling a little bit anxious that our summer is about to end or coming closer. It was cool for a few days last week and I actually had to wear pants. And it it made me a little sad. This week's a little warmer um, in the 70s, which is nice. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy at 70 degrees, but I'm not sure I'm going to be happy at 40 or 30 or 20 or whatever, whatever's coming. I'm not, I'm not all that enthusiastic about, I'll, I'll feel differently when it's, when it's here, but that dread of foresight is not, it's not my favorite. Anyhow. I hope wherever you are, you are still enjoying a little bit of summer or you're just enjoying whatever you're enjoying. That is the goal, right? Perpetual okayness, that's what one of my teachers said, that our nirvana is really just perpetual okayness. It doesn't have to be joy and it doesn't have to be Enthusiastic effort just has to be okay and enough. So I wanted to talk a little today about insight through hindsight. And I'll get into that in in just a moment. But I wanted to talk about um, how I get to... my practice. Each time I sit down, I do my best to use the tools that I know to embody the openness to receive the wisdom and compassion of insight. And for me, I, I learned a tool from Lama Surya Das um, that is the seven-line supplication to Padmasambhava. And it's, it's a lovely piece. In fact, I'm going to do it for you. I wasn't planning on doing this, so I'm scrambling a little bit for my page. But I'm going to do this, this for you, and... And then I'll explain what it what it says and what it means to me. Sudra 
Translation is, at the northwest border of Yudhiana, upon a lotus flower's pistol, you have attained marvelous, supreme realization. You are renowned as the lotus-born, encompassed by vast retinues of dakinis. As we practice, following in your footsteps, please be present to us in blessing and inspiration. Guru. So this particular practice for me is, is part of um, deity work, deity yoga for me. And when I am sitting, it is with the intention that I'm going to embody the wisdom and compassion of the guru as I merge and melt into the symbol of the historic Padmasambhava guru, that I awaken and become that insight of wisdom. So Om Ahong, Om Ahong, body, speech, and mind, awakening the body, speech, and mind, and the insight of the body, speech, and mind, of the guru so this means not just the historic figure that lived because there's wisdom there there's wisdom and compassion and the example to learn from but then as we learn that we can also see ourselves when we are wise and when we are unskillful so oftentimes We're practicing and we can embody that. We can embody that being, sitting, feeling what it feels like to be the Buddha on the seat. I am the Buddha on the seat. Because really that's what this is about, right? Is us, each of us, realizing our own innate abilities to awaken to that insight and react with compassion and wisdom. We all have that. I have it, you have it, even your most challenging, the most challenging person in your life has that ability. Lama Suryadas says that some Buddhas are awake and some are asleep. So you and I are on the path of looking for that specific insight, which puts, puts us at a different intention. 
we all know that person or those folks that we can put all the logic and all the facts in front of and they still will not believe they still will not act with wisdom they have married themselves to their opinions which may be the opinions of others and not done the investigation for themselves so they're asleep those seeking are awake when we are aware of our own awareness we're on the right track so i often say that i am in that state of embodiment of the guru i wish to be in the position where my feet are solidly planted on the foundation of consciousness that is unaffected by whatever's going on in my human experience and therefore allows me to see thoughts, feelings, emotions, and sensations as reactions to my human experience. And when I can see that I'm having a reaction, maybe it's sadness, maybe it's anger, agitation, restlessness, these are all reactions. And when I can see that I'm having that reaction, I can temper it. I can temper it with calmness and peace, understanding that I'm simply reacting. And through this insight into myself, then I understand the plight of others. When I see someone else acting unskillfully, I can understand that they're in a spot, that they're only reacting to their reaction. They're reacting to their humanness and not from a, a place of awareness. Unconsciousness causes hurt. Unconsciousness causes suffering. The light of awareness relieves that suffering. So we know through the very first teaching, the Four Noble Truths, that there is suffering. So we have to see that suffering first. Where is the suffering in my experience? The struggle, the dissatisfaction, the dismay, the discomfort. It doesn't have to be huge. It can be small. And specifically when I sit, I'm checking in with two things. First, I'm checking in with my physical body and I'm noting, do I have pain anywhere? Do I have pain? 
Do I have tightness? Do I have muscle tightness? Are my joints hurting? And can I relieve any of that discomfort by adjusting my position, sitting differently, straightening my spine, maybe, um, you know, put a pillow behind my back, something to support me a little better. So we're looking to support ourselves through our awareness. So first we have to spot that there is a discomfort. We have to understand that there is a cause for that discomfort. The relief of that, there is, obviously the third is that there is a relief of that discomfort. And the fourth is the relief of that, that discomfort comes through the light of awareness and our understanding and view. So when I can see it as a human reaction of pain and discomfort, I can, I can then wisely act and with compassion. How can I relieve this, my own suffering? How can I adjust my posture or adjust the way that I'm sitting or, you know, put on stretchy pants, <laughs> whatever it takes. And then I want to check in with my emotional body and understand how am I feeling? Am I feeling sad, mad, glad, happy, restless? What's happening? Am I feeling depressed or anxious? And then how can I, how can I respond with support, understanding and support for my own condition? So those are the first things I do when I sit down and then I try to embody this wisdom of insight that's taught to us through our elders, taught to us by the examples of so many who have come before us. And that works pretty well when we're in the container of silence when we're sitting in our special room and things are relatively quiet i don't have as much stimulus i've probably tucked my phone away somewhere i'm not looking at email i'm not watching the news i'm not being pestered by the kids or my spouse or not that i have kids but i have a dog that <laughs> persists But in that container, I can see, ah, there's my human reaction. And I can sit back and just watch the show. Sit back in my seat, eat my popcorn, drink my drink, and watch the show of this human reactivity happening. And I have a great understanding for it when I'm in that spot. But when it becomes challenging is when we leave the seat and we're in traffic or we're at the grocery store or there's a loose dog and we're trying to capture our loose dog or the sink is leaking or someone's calling and there's chaos in the experience. Our first thought is not wisdom and compassion. 
It's reaction and it's unconscious reaction. So in that moment, all of our training just seems to fly out the window. And then we beat ourselves up about it later on. Just, oh, I didn't react so well. I snapped at my spouse because the stove was on fire or I'm making things up, but I reacted in a way that was unskillful because I'm human, because I'm human. So that's how and when we can really lean into the tool and the gift of hindsight. Thinking back, what happened? What, what just happened? How, how was that experience? What was happening? And when we can calmly take the look in hindsight, looking for, ah, there was my human reaction. And there was my husband's human reaction. And then my reaction to my husband's human reaction. You see where I'm going with this. I can see, ah, oh, there's wisdom to be learned from looking through the glass of hindsight. Understanding, ah, oh, that's what happened. Not as a form of judgment or punishment. Sometimes there's amends that mean, need, can be and need to be made. And I encourage you to do that. There's you know, wisdom and compassion in that. But understanding, ah, oh, someone needed to win. Someone was looking to win an argument rather than be compassionate or wise. And we all have done it. So we understand it. That's the true understanding is that when we can cultivate this true understanding of our own reactions, guess what? You understand other people's reactions, not the specifics. I mean, there are plenty of examples. I could go and turn on a cable news network right now and see so much unskillful action. So much unskillful action that you just think, oh, they're just, they're trying to destroy the world. They're trying to destroy our way of life. They're trying, trying, trying to just screw everything up. That's what it feels like because it looks so unskillful. But understanding that that unskillful behavior comes from, from hurt, from confusion, from anger and resentment. Every bit of revenge comes from ignorance. Because truly, if we could see others in ourselves, and ourselves and others, then who would we hurt? Why would we hurt another individual? Why would we take revenge on someone that we knew in our heart of hearts was simply having a human reaction and acting 
unconsciously and unskillfully. I know that's hard to believe it at some level because there are horrific things that happen. But I'm telling you, they come from the same place. Agitation that builds to anger and anger that turns to rage and rage that turns to violence. It all builds and all comes from discomfort and attachment. There's no wisdom there. There's no wisdom as it's happening because there's only unconscious behavior. So we're really cultivating, you and I are learning to cultivate that insight of understanding that wisdom and compassion that are the result of that awakened insight when I can, when I can truly see ah, human reaction. There, there it is again. And there's plenty of examples. It happens all throughout your human experience, all throughout your human day. So we want to continue to work on ourselves to continue to awaken again and again and again. We learn to forgive. Not forgive and forget, forgive and remember. Because there's wisdom in remembering and understanding. Lama Suryadas says, it's not what happens to us, but what we make of it that makes all the difference. There's great wisdom in that statement. I'm going to say it again. It's not what happens to us, but what we make of it that makes all the difference. So there's some, so there's some interesting things that come from this tool of hindsight and I would, you know, recommend that you use it in your, in your contemplations. So when you want to sit and have a, you know, have a, an awakened understanding, sometimes things come up. Regrets from the past, I have my own. I know you do. And maybe they're not big. But they seem that way. As I was contemplating this last week, I remembered something that I did very unskillfully a long time ago. I was probably 20 two or 23 years old and I did something unskillful, vengeful. I didn't physically hurt anyone, but I certainly hurt someone's livelihood. And it was very unskillful and it's embarrassing and mortifying for me to think about what I did. But through that insight, I also understand that I was a 22-year-old kid 
who was hurt. And a 22-year-old kid that was having a human reaction. And unconsciously and unskillfully acting. I have massive regret about that. And it cost me friends. It cost me some of my own um, self-respect. My point is not to dwell on those things, but to look deeply for understanding what was happening. And this is not to give a pass, you know, it's not to just erase poor behavior, unskillful behavior, but to understand and learn that reactions, unconscious reactions, cause suffering. Our attachments cause suffering. Our aversions cause suffering for ourselves and others. So we really have to learn to cultivate it within ourselves. I use that word a lot, cultivate. Cultivate, bhavana right? Cultivate wisdom, cultivate compassion, cultivate insight, cultivate awareness. It's as simple as sitting and focusing on the floor in front of you, knowing full well that that floor in front of you is in this present moment. And I'm aware I'm aware right now, right here, that that floor is here in this living moment. The past and the future are not living moments. Everything is here and now, here and now, here and now. So when we can cultivate our awareness here and now, where we are having these human reactions, then we have the opportunity to drop in the middle of that insight and understanding and knowing, oh, oh, that's just a reaction. I'm just agitated. I'm just angry. I'm just sad. I'm anxious. And then we can cultivate calm and peace through that understanding and act with wisdom. We don't have to complete the argument. We don't have to continue screaming. We don't have to throw things or break things. We can stop. Knowing that, ah, that's unskillful behavior coming from my unconscious reactions to hurt. I hope that makes crystal clear sense. But you have the ability, I have the ability 
to awaken that sense and to cultivate that knowledge, that knowing, and use, use that beautiful, beautiful tool of hindsight to help you understand. Even if you've gravely hurt someone or someone has gravely hurt you, you can still understand that it was simply a human reaction and an unskillful one at that. No one wakes up, takes a, a good yawn and stretch in the morning and has a cup of coffee and thinks, ah, today's a good day. I'm gonna destroy someone's life. Ah, today's a good day. I think I'm gonna ruin somebody else's. No one does that. That doesn't happen. But cultivating resentment results in someone getting up and trying to destroy someone else's day. Resentment, hurt. All from the same place, all from that bucket of dukkha suffering, discomfort, dissatisfaction. Attachment is equal to all of that. All of my attachments of what I want and what I don't want, attachment, aversion, all the same. Pushing it away, dragging it forward, dragging it back. It's mine, 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 don't take it away. I want that, you can't have that. I'm hurt. Attachment, 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 attachment equals suffering. If you haven't written that down somewhere, write it down. Attachment equals suffering. And to be even more specific, write my attachments equal my suffering. Remind yourself, this suffering comes from my attachment. And you can use the wisdom of insight to look and see where is, where is my attachment? So we continue to try to cultivate this, this deep understanding of who we are and how we're interacting, interacting with this life experience, honoring it from all sides, honoring that for me to even have this experience, I need this human body. But with this human body comes reaction. It could be pain, it could be hurt, it could be mental anguish, it can be happiness, joy. These are all reactions. And quite frankly, in our practice, as we're sitting, anything that's really coming up that's beyond mundane is just a reaction. 
when we see beautiful colors or we feel ourselves departing from the senses of your body or taking a you know an astral trip whatever whatever your experience is while you're meditating if it's beyond just mundane awareness of this moment this very mundane moment then you know that it's simply a reaction so do you know how, do you think you know how to embody that awakened self yet? Have you found that ability? Have you had a glimpse, have you had a, a glimpse or a glimmer of that awakening, that awareness, that insight that says, ah, that's my human reaction to being tired. Ah. That's my human reaction to being in love or in lust, attached. <laughs> Have you figured out how to do it? My recommendation is to sit, learn to sit in stillness. It's not always quiet, but it's stillness. You're stilling yourself setting yourself aside from the distractions of your experience and taking the intentional look, the insight that reveals itself as wisdom and compassion in your very own experience. We're all the same that way. We're all interconnected. We all want and need the same things. So begin with understanding yourself. Learn to use your own reactions to other people when you find yourself agitated at another person. And keep going down the road of reacting to that other person's actions. You still have work to do. So start with yourself. Understand agitation. Understand your experience and cultivate the insight that leads to the actions of compassion and wisdom. My friends, thank you for tuning in, listening from all over the globe. It warms my heart to see the messages and the downloads. So as my friend Dan always says, meditate as fast as you can. Bye now. <laughs>